Hello, Leanna. Hello. How you doing? I am okay. How are you? I am good. I am rested. Um, I am Red Bulled, and I am ready to go. Sure, rub it in. Um, you know how that commercial is, uh, Red Bull gives you wings? Yeah. I think for the past uh, several weeks, Red Bull's given me a pulse. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm waking up. I'm finally, I'm like going to the reverse of hibernation. Uh, unlike bears who are going to their caves, I feel like I'm getting some energy and uh, I'm coming out. Now, I don't know if that will last this entire podcast, okay. um, but while it's here, let's take advantage of it. Uh, okay. Today, today, as I mentioned to you, um, as a, a reversal for everything that is out there, I want to talk primarily today about stories that have no particular political inference. Because there's okay. so much out there, so many very important stories people keep talking about. And I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I, I'm overloaded since I'm reading the same thing over and over again. Basically, I click on an article, it has a different type of headline, or it's the same, same damn story. Everybody, I'm upset about the whole world. I'm, I think a lot of people are just like, what the hell? You know, what was that Susan Powder thing? Stop the insanity. Uh, where, yeah. the hell's, where the hell is she today? Um, so uh, let's. Uh, Let's primarily uh, talk about weird stories that I found. Is okay. This is it okay with you? Okay. So today, hope to get to uh, stories about uh, autographed books that were sold for $600 with uh, Bob Dylan's autograph. Turned out it was not his real autograph. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, rescuing a uh, moose from a basement in Alaska. Um uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, a type. Uh, what's that French croissant? I think it is, or something. Being recognized as a as a French culture thing in Europe. Uh, maybe that one. I'm not going to do it now that I've talked about it. It sounds boring. Um, the world's longest beard chain. Ew. Um, toys inducted to the toy museum this year. Oh, okay. Um, a story about a monkey holiday in Thailand. How do you okay. not love monkeys? Um. And well, you don't want to get too close to some monkeys. They are dangerous. But the ones in this story are very cute. Well, chimpanzees are dangerous. Yeah, I guess those are apes. Those are apes. Chimpanzees yeah. will literally rip your face off. Yeah. Um, never happened to Tarzan. But <laughs> chimpanzees will. And there's too many sad stories about people who had, like, trained chimpanzees. who are like, you think I'm trained, bitch? Here we go. And yeah. uh, um, so, but first we're going to talk about a word. Uh, a term that has entered the Oxford Dictionary this year. Mm -hmm. And it's a word that until I read this article, I had never heard of, or a term I'd never heard of. Have you heard of goblin mode? Yeah. Okay, explain to me what goblin mode is. You know, it it's become this thing post-Twitter. But basically, you ever just not felt like pulling yourself together, but you need to go to something like Walmart? I've been to Walmart. I don't think pe many people who go there have pulled themselves. To I think that that's you, where you, you, nev you that's never where you go day. when you never pull. That's that's where you go where there is no pressure to pull yourself together. You never had a day when like getting out of pajama pants just feels wrong. Well, I mean, we've all, yeah. I mean, that yeah. That, that that was the whole pandemic. Yeah, that, that's that's a form of goblin mode. It it basically, you know, it's unapologetically. Self-indulgent, lazy, greedy, 
you know, you're, you're just not trying and you don't care. That's goblin mode. So it uh, now does that involve uh, when you go out in public, you are in goblin mode or can you be in goblin mode when you're alone at home? You can be in goblin mode at home. It's just doing, you know, you're being disgusting, but you don't care. Well, it, does it have like, to be disgusting to no, be in goblin mode? No, I mean, I just, I goblin mode in my uh, It's Not Therapy Instagram video this week hard. I just did not care. I was tired and I'm doing that content under duress. And so it's just, all right, here we go. Is that the one where you were really weird? Yeah, because I was super overtired. That was amazing. That's I would encourage goblin any, mode. I would encourage anybody who has uh, Instagram to find, what is your Instagram account? Uh, uh, not therapy show. Find not therapy show. This, this video that Leanna made, it, you would assume she was drunk. No. But she's not. <laughs> this is. If this... you think that's drunk, if you think being that wired is drunk, I want to know what you're drinking. Yeah, you, you've got to watch this video. It is a classic of the form. I laughed watching it several, I'm laughing thinking about it now. Um, what, it, not therapy show, go to the Instagram, watch that video, it is a winner. Um, so the slang term, as I see here, de defined by Oxford, is quote, a type of behavior which is unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. That pretty much described my entire time on much music. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't yeah, slovenly. I, wasn't slovenly. I mean, it, it was kind of grunge, too. Like, the whole grunge era was that. Just, I forget your expectations. I'm so sick of other people's expectations. Well, you know what the weird thing is? And I never intended this. But somebody uh, on one of the social media platforms, and geez, why do there have to be so many damn social media platforms? Like, I get a message from somebody. I don't know if you have this ha happen. I get it. I remember that somebody sent me a message. I got to get back to them. I don't know what platform they contacted me on. And I have to go tiptoeing through the tulips to find them. Yeah. It drives me friggin' crazy. When it was email, I got, okay, here I am, old man yelling at clouds. But when it was just email, I knew where to look. You know, now, right, was it Instagram? Was it TikTok? Was it, uh, was it Twitter? Was it Facebook? Was it a YouTube comment? Right. Well, yeah. I, yeah. You know, and so the, the, the most sensible thing I do is I just ignore people. But um, uh, I don't even know where I was going. Goblin mode. Whatever. Um, Whatever. So it says here, it captured, and quote, it captured the prevailing mood of individuals who rejected the idea of returning to normal life or rebelled against the increasingly unattainable aesthetic standards and unsustainable lifestyles exhibited on social media. Well, I mean, I guess they're talking probably about those people who are influencers who make out like they're living the life of King Midas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, people people in general have gotten really fake, you know. Have really they gotten fake, fake or are they just have the opportunity to present their fakery? We used, uh, I mean, may maybe, I don't know. People, everything is so... I, 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 the idea that social media is is a brand... When you're just, you know, they, they always talk about authenticity, authenticity on, on social media, right? But people are the biggest liars on well, earth. When you're thinking about being authentic, you're not being authentic, right? No, if you have to think about it, 
It's not authenticity. It's that's right. It's replicating what you think is authenticity, that's, which is that's not right. authenticity. That's right. And so every time people start going on about authenticity, I check out. Well, you know what they say? Uh, what was the thing? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll paraphrase the statement. Authenticity is everything. And if you can fake that, you got it made. Yeah. But it's just when they talk about it, you have to be authentic, you have to be authentic. You don't think about being authentic. It's the Yoda thing, man. There is no okay. try. That that video you made on Instagram this that week, was authentic. That was one hundred percent authentic, and which when, is why it was magical. When I am authentic, I get in trouble, and I am just at the point where I so don't care. I was very authentic about Ted Cruz this week, but we're not talking about politics. So you 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 do go into goblin mode. Or is that just simply Leanna mode? That that's just me. I mean, I it, ever since Twitter shifted, I mean, this started. It actually started when J.K. Rowling went after me, and I am just at the point where I am still considerate, but my definition of considerate has changed significantly. Is this like um, one of the my favorite quotes in a Superman comic? Is uh, where he says, I'm nice to those people who deserve to be nice. Yeah. Deserve someone to be nice to them. Yeah, I'm nice to people who deserve it. But it's not just that. Right. I used to try to minimize conflict and it's just not possible. I mean, the problem with being a woman in the media is you're wrong no matter what you do. You know, you breathe in someone's presence and someone will criticize you for it. And and before it was like, well, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to cause trouble. And it's like. I'm not causing trouble. I'm existing in the public space. The people who are causing trouble. How dare you? Well, they're the ones that go on and on and on about free speech, but try to shut down anybody they don't agree with via a dog pile. Oh, no. They don't want free speech. They want their speech free. Yeah. You better shut up. They they want speech for people like them. I mean, this nonsense going on Twitter right now is just... It's just proof that because, you know, that Elon Musk is giving so-called journalists access to, you know, into like everybody's Twitter accounts, the back end of everybody's Twitter accounts. There Wait, are the back end drops. of my account. Every they can search it. What are they going to can search? What can it. they search? They can find out all my data. Like, well, what there's are they a find out? apparently now we have to trust Twitter on this one, which is oh, a yeah, problem. That. Yeah, let's right? do that. Right after we Twitter, put the, his neural link in our brains. Yeah, Twitter is claiming that even though the screenshot shows that they have access to people's DMs, they say they're not actually accessing people's DMs. Do you believe that? I am highly skeptical based on the way these people are behaving. You know, see, the thing is, they want to look at my DMs. Go ahead. You want to be bored to death? Go ahead. That's the only thing I always say about, you know, the, they, they can all they can access your data and read all your stuff. Go ahead. If you want to, if, if, if it takes one person who would otherwise do nefarious things with somebody's uh, information, it takes that they take that time to go through my information. Then that is taking somebody out of taking the information of somebody whose information is actually interesting. You well, want to bore how- yourself to death? Be my guest. Well, I mean, that's easy for you to say, Ed. You're a white, straight, cisgender male. I am not. I am gray. Okay. You're you're a white, adjacent, gray, straight, cisgender male. Well, I'm I'm not saying that it isn't a bad thing. I'm saying if they want to do it to me, do it to me. Don't do it to other people. Because I'd love to bore them to death. That's not the way it works, though. I would love to bore them to death. 
that's the way I once once a group gets a power and once it becomes normalized, they don't just give it up and people people do not stop and think they just do what feels good in the moment and then they wail when the predictable negative consequences of that happens. And I am so very done with that. Uh, just enough. I, I am so tired of having to worry about reactions to things. People have to start. And it's not like I didn't stand up for what was right before. There are just things now where I'm like, I wasn't going to get involved. I am getting involved now. I am so done. I am so sick of the loudest mouse getting their way. Well, you see, I am famous for being a loud mouse. And that got many people thinking that that meant that I was, because like, now loud mouth is associated with people saying very loud, ignorant, um, hateful. Yeah, which uh, was never, things. which is never your deal. No, I mean, unless, unless you were like a boy band or something, but that wasn't even hateful. That was just mockery. Um, but they assumed that because I speak somewhat rough in the vernacular, um, and I'm loud and unapologetic about being loud. They think that means that I'm on their side when they spread anti-vax crap and stolen election crap and and just anti-women crap and anti-trans crap. They think that I should I should be their avatar because I'm loud and they're loud. Except that's you know there's a difference between the sound of a uh, the, the purring sound of a finely tuned engine and the sound of something some douchebag has cut his muffler out and revs his car. They're yeah. very different things. Both are loud in their own way, but one is more soothing and socially responsible. The other is just noise. And uh, I, I am I, not, I, 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 I do try not to be just noise. And they said, you sold out. First of all, I'm a Canadian in Canadian show business. I can't sell out because no one's buying. Yeah, you have to go to the U.S. Yeah, no one, you know what, you don't, you can't sell out in Canada. Nobody buys. There's no one showing up to buy your opinion or anything. Like, there's, there's no money here yeah. selling out. What am I selling out for? Show me the money. Okay, Jerry, show me the money. Um, but they, you know, they get on me like, you used to be uh, outspoken. I'm still outspoken. I'm yeah. outspoken against you idiots and you just don't like it. Oh, I, I remember the fights back in the day about, you know, positive coverage of Carabana and, you know, not making pride coverage into just the freak show, actually making it, you know, for somebody in, you know, rural Saskatchewan who has never seen a a gay person all year. Maybe we should be doing some some outreach or, or you know, around around the time, because, you know, what's interesting you know, about that is that, but, as you say, I uh, I shamed much music into covering Carabana, one yeah. of the biggest uh, Caribbean cultural festivals actually in the world, um, yeah. and certainly the biggest in North America, um, and much music, it was, a, it was a music festival in many ways, and much music didn't cover it, but every Edge Fest, um, yeah. uh, they would go out and cover every white thing they would go cover, but Carabana never covered. So I went on the air and made, and made that point and shamed them into covering Carabana, mm -hmm. and uh, when, when we uh, exited much music, Carabana was nary seen again. Yeah, it, it. I mean, that's the thing. People who think that, you know, okay, at one time, your politics weren't so progressive, you know, but you never were, I would argue, 
these people. You know, you you didn't. I never promoted stupid. I never embraced ignorance. And that's what these people do. They're like, that's right. I'm stupid. Uh, that's why I'm, you people are smart. You're libtards. <laughs> you got do your people, education. Do people get mad at you for that voice? What, that, that makeup voice I just did about them? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know because I never, I mean, I, I, I just put it on Twitter so they don't really hear my voice. Because people, people, when I do YouTube videos and I, I do that voice and I don't do it because uh, I'm trying to mock, I am just remembering the tone of the person who said something, they say, you're mocking. It's like, well, if you see yourself in those opinions, what am I supposed to do about that? That's the thing, is that these people, you put out their examples or impressions of morons, of, of, of you know, reprobates, uh, of people who are, you know, not, they're not people to emulate. Um, and then there's people- a, There's a- I have a hilarious story about that. Do you want to go to do you want to go to break and talk about it afterwards? First, I want to finish my sentence. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, and then uh, you so you, you you do that. You make a comment about douchebags, for example. Someone says, "How you know you're making fun of me?" It's like, dude, you're identifying you yourself as a douchebag. I wasn't talking about you. You're saying that you are a douchebag and you were offended at being identified as a douchebag. I why why and then and, and you're mad at me? You're a douchebag. Uh, well, you were you have a funny story you wanted to share? Yeah, there's this thing I saw it on Twitter. It they called it. It you know how your your phone makes suggestions for the next word you're gonna use based auto on com auto complete. Yeah, auto com well auto complete something a little different. This is predictive text. Auto complete right. is Tomato, when you're typing tomato. a word and it finishes it. Well, there are people I work in tech. People are gonna go roar, 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 if I get that wrong. But yeah, so that whole thing where you can just, you know, tap, it's an option of three words on the bottom and it's, it, they call it a misogyny check. So type out women are, and then let your phone complete a sentence for you. Mm. And you can tell I've been arguing with gender criticals a lot on Twitter because mine were women are women and women. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Wow, that, that's, um, that sounds like a Chinese translation yeah, to English uh, yeah. on, on like a, a product from the dollar store. Yeah, my beloved, beloved translated cat's account. Wait, okay, where would I, I want to do this. What, what, where would I go to, to, to test this? What kind of messaging well, thing would well, I go anything, to to you test can, this? You can, op you can open up Twitter. All right, I'm going to open up and, Twitter. And um, do, um, just start a tweet, but don't send it. Start it saying women are? Yeah, women are. Hashtag or no hashtag? No, nothing. Women are. And then you'll see predicted words. <laughs> there what comes up? Yeah. Two words. What? Not you. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> I don't think. Did I did I pass a misogynist check? Well, I mean, that's not too bad. Women um, are basically here's the three words: not you and the. Yeah, well, you you just keep hitting it, and it constructs a sentence. Have you never done this before? No, I have time. I have time for such nonsense. Okay. So what do I do? Do I hit not, and then see what happens? Comes up next. Okay, not um, women are not only the were. There's no, I got nothing hateful here. It's not even funny. Yeah. Well, some people were getting, 
what and, and they were admitting this, right? They were putting this on social media and very confused about why their phones were auto-completing the way they were. One person was women are blind to men's advances, which isn't so bad. Mine is I continued mine, so I, I yeah. hit not as yeah. the suggestion. And then one of the other words came up. One of them was only. I hit only. Mm-hmm. Another word then suggested the. Yeah. So, so far, the sentence is women are are not only the the three words that come up to complete mm-hmm. that first, best, and mobile. Mobile? Okay. Let's try mobile and see what comes yeah. up. Women are not the only mobile number, phone, email. <laughs> Wait, this isn't even making a sentence. Yeah. yeah. Think, okay, let's follow this rabbit hole. Try to put number, phone, or email, Anna. Uh, number. Number. Yeah. Of, here's what I got. Of, <laughs> is, and a emoji. One is with the tongue sticking out and winking, and the other is <laughs> laughing and crying. <laughs> I do the tongue sticking out and winking. And then I come up 100. <laughs> okay, so you're done. Once it descends into emojis, that's pretty much the end of your statement. Women are not the only number. Emoji. Emoji. What? It doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, but, I feel like but, tweeting it and seeing what people say. Well, you could you could respond to uh, mine if you want. But oh, one person actually so admitted his phone completed. Women are bad people, and these guys are like, "What? I've never said that." They don't understand how the prediction software works. You didn't. Well, it's that. obviously the phone. Is, well, no, has, it's... the phone. Obviously, the artificial intelligence of the phone. It's got some antisocial problems. Who's to say this individual is the problem? It's clearly Skynet. Well, it's the sorts of words you use in association with each other on a regular basis, right? And it also depends on how new your phone is, how how much time you spent on it. But I guess it mine was, is like four years old. It was just pretty funny that people didn't understand how this technology works. Because, yeah, okay... If you don't like the associations these things are bringing up, maybe consider the conversations you're having using that device. And people get really mad when you suggest this, but these sorts of reflections are good for you. All right, let's move on to toys or monkeys. Which one? Toys. Toys. Okay, some some toys have been inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame. Which I didn't yeah, know I'm, existed I'm in Rochester, surprised. New York. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised these weren't done before. This is kind of strange. So the toys that were inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame in the United States uh, were a top or tops. Yeah. Um, Masters of the Universe and Light Bright. How were those not in there before this? Well, they point out that the that uh, tops the the earliest example of tops they found goes yeah. back 2000 years. Yeah, how were tops not in the the toy toy hall of fame? This is a very this is like worse than the rock and roll hall of fame. Um that light bright was popular in the 60s and 70s. It's yeah. for at least 40 years it has not been a thing. Like um, freaking Catan was on the list. Catan has not been around long enough to compete with light Okay, bright but you know what else was on was on the list? Well, first we'll get to He-Man. Uh, Masters of the Universe. The, the pinata. That, that, that Masters of the Universe belongs on the list. Oh yeah. But a, like a while ago, and Lightbright used to have a friend, Michael Cole. 
he used to have parties in his basement yeah. um, when we were young, and he used to take his light bright and he he'd hook it up so that it would it would like strobe, and he used to put the words he used to make the words boogie out of those those pegs, and when he wasn't looking, we would change it to doggy, and he used to get furious. That's kind of funny. How we amused ourselves. Um, but okay, things as you just mentioned, not in the uh, toy hall of fame, which were finalists this year. Yeah. Okay, bingo. Which yep. I guess bingo's a toy. Yeah, that's like more of a game. I'm not sure, but I'm, okay. All right, briar horses. I don't even know what that is. Don't know what briar horses are. Catan, which is what that game, Settlers of Catan. Yeah, because well, now it's called just Catan because Settlers is you know. There's a negative connotation to that. Oh, all right. colonizers of Catan. Yeah. Um, other other things on the list that didn't make it. Nerf. Yeah. Why is Nerf, Nerf not not there? How's Nerf not there? Nerf has been around for a thousand years. Okay, not really. It's this been just... around since maybe the sixties or seventies. Nerf is so um, uh, malleable. It is used. Yes. For, you, you can use it to play Nerf hoop with the basketball. You can use it for those Nerf guns that shoot those those uh, Nerf pellets or, or darts mm -hmm. at people. Nerf. It is. It is so um, adaptable and wonderful. And yet, Nerf is not there. The pinata. Something that also should have been there from a long time ago. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. Pound how puppies. Pound puppies. Really? Do they really? They were such a transitory thing. Pound puppies. Well, you remember what they are. Yeah, but I think that's because I was around at the age when those came out. But if you, if somebody who was born like ten years ago, or fifteen years ago, twenty has never heard of it, then maybe not. Um, I think they. I think they did a pound puppy revival a while back. I. I. I could be wrong, but um, Spirograph, which Spirograph is awesome. It's awesome, but I mean, talk about a pre-digital toy. They were little I plastic. Spirographs. They were plastic things, and you put them down, and you used your pen, and you traced around. You made really cool geometric patterns. Yeah. It was fun, but I mean. When did they, uh, that was the heyday of that was the 60s and 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, two I've never heard of. Phase 10? What the hell is phase yeah, 10? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. And Racco. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. That sounds like a uh, He-Man, female He-Man character whose boobs shoot. Okay, I was going to say a failed Thundercat, but that's sure. Okay, well, it goes with Fisto, Racco. Right, right. Um... But uh, uh, I mean, I wonder who does the the nominating. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I have such a low opinion in uh, of all these things. You know. Yeah. I, I the game awards were yesterday. I oh well, I don't know how you choose between the things that are nominated. This is all. Kind of ridiculous. The, like, the He-Man thing. Yeah. The like He-Man he thing says... Um, it's the 40th uh, anniversary. Yeah, it's, uh, it's of, marketing. Of Apparently, anyone can nominate a toy in this. All it says is a panel of experts. Who are these? Votes and the winners. I, you see, this is... You see, this is something that I, 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 I like, question. Okay, how question, did American how did you Girl get... Dolls... How did American Girl Dolls and the Game Boy end up in the Toy Hall of Fame before He-Man and the Top. Yeah, and this is, I mean, and Light Bright came out in 1968. I mean, how did how did American Girl dolls get there for, I suspect there is some politicking going on here. What do the Russian judges say? Oh, you know, I think is, it's, I think it's more what marketing 
can be done. Yes, this I mean, seems the fact like that nonsense it, to the me. The fact that it happens at the 40th anniversary. I mean, maybe they're just kind of this is this is probably a PR thing as much as anything. I don't know. The museum. Who, who, oh, OK, for the museum, because it's not yeah. going to help the toys. It's like, hey, Lightbright was in the Hall of Fame. Let's go buy Lightbright. No, but it's, it's probably for the museum. And so they're going to pick something that is, you know, people are aware of already and searching because, you know, he meant it's not only the 40th anniversary. There was that Netflix show. Yeah, um, recently. Yeah, oh, okay. recently. Phase 10 is a card game. Oh. Uh, it's not neither, a toy. If neither you or I have ever heard of it. Yeah, it's an amusement. It's not a toy. I mean, I'm Phase not going to quibble. 10? They're the toy experts, but. What's the other one? Brayer Horse? Briar Horse? Briar Horse, yeah. I let's, think let's I know what those are. But... Let's look up this nonsense. It is. Uh, they're like. Horse models. They're models yeah, of like the, little, they're not even articulated. Yeah, the little, the plastic, yeah, those things. The plastic, what the, who the hell ever played with these stupid toys? Girl bullies. Girl bullies? Girl bullies, that's who plays with Brayer horses. Really? Oh, yeah, girls who are into horses when you're a kid, people are feeling it right now, but it's like, with those, yeah. Okay, 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 the, then those girls who were into horses when they were kids, Grew up into uh, teenage and young Parents. adult women who were into horses. And let me tell you something from experience, uh, men and women. Um, women, who, girls and women who are into horses are freaking crazy. Not all, but the, the, too many of them. Correlation. Too, too many of them for you assume the one you're with is not crazy. Okay, stay away. Women who are into horses, not so. Um, and let's you look know, up. You know what Rackle. my correlation with that is? It's less the horses and more you have to be able to afford the access to the horse. And rich people can just get away with being crazier. That, you know what, though? At least two of the women that I knew that were into horses, not wealthy. But they wanted to, they probably, like, there there were families or something like that. They, made, was... they, they, earned their, they earned their way to do it by mucking out stalls, which is cleaning out dirty hay and poop. Well, you know. Um, Racco um, is a board game. Okay. If neither you nor I have heard of this game, and we represent a, 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 a breadth of, of years, how is this something? And first of all, is a board game a toy? Yeah, a board game, uh, you play with it. I mean, they they, they put risk in last year but risk is almost more than a board game just like monopoly is more of an experience in a board game racco yeah i don't know it's funny that i'm like a board game i'm humming and hawing over there a card game it's like no oh card game no no but why it's still you play cards you use cards in amusement it's not really a game so to speak see this, this is why people who get see, stuck on denotative definitions are missing the beauty of language you see the 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 what did you just say? Uh, the the uh, the thing is that with toys, it should be something that you can use in multiple imaginary ways, right? Cards. What are you going to use them for other than to play the card game? He Man and Masters of the Universe. You can create all kinds of scenes. You don't even have to use the the, the storyline that comes with the toys. You can make up your own. You can make your heroes, villains, whatever you want. It's imagination. You can play with them. That you know you, you use dexterity and stuff like that. Um, cards. Meh. Yeah, I don't know. It this is this is all kind of 
odd. I mean, it's got it's got us talking about it. Well, yeah, because I said I didn't want to talk about politics, so we're finding nonsense. Yeah, it, it it sort of. We'll see how this goes. Monkeys, Liana. Monkeys. Monkeys. How do you not love monkeys? Everybody loves monkeys. The world is better with monkeys. I mean, I love uh, whenever there was like in the Silver Age, DC superhero characters, somehow they'd find an excuse every like few years to turn Batman into a gorilla or Superman into a gorilla. Yeah. Superman had an adversary who was Titano, the super gorilla with the kryptonite vision. Um, I mean, everybody, Bobo, the, 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 the super monkey, uh, everybody loves monkeys. Um, and so much, not as much as people in Thailand, in this this Thailand this Thai city, uh, which is called Alaburi, Thailand, and what they do every year is they have a monkey festival, because monkeys, the plethora of monkeys that were there, um, there there used to be uh, like about three hundred monkeys in the area uh, before it increased about four thousand of them today. Um, okay, it's known as a monkey city in Thailand, which means monkeys and people can live in harmony. If only, if only uh, Caesar from Planet of the Apes <laughs> had seen Laburi, there would have been a different ending to the movies. Though, mind you, he tried to live in peace. They, it was Woody Harrelson who screwed things up. Um, so uh, the, the monkeys, uh, are they bring in tourism to this city that otherwise would be forgotten about. So once a year, they set up these statues of monkeys you know those things you go into like one of those high-end uh, uh uh furniture stores and they have those things that look like waiters holding a tray that are like uh coffee like you know things that go beside a, a couch yeah so they have those but they're monkeys and okay. on these platforms that the monkeys are holding they put usually mostly fruit okay and it draws the monkeys out uh it's out it's outside the compound of the ancient three pagodas um and the um monkeys come out and and eat the food they're macaque okay. monkeys oh okay uh, okay so and, they're, they're little yeah they're little monkeys and they come out and they eat and some of them are, are like battling with each other over the food they climb up people they sit on their shoulders they they're they, sometimes they like steal somebody's glasses and climb up a pole with them and try to eat them and then they drop them um uh, and they just interact with people and they're not vicious because they're so used to, it's like raccoons in 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 Toronto. They're so used to being around people that there's they're, they're, they don't attack. They're not afraid. They just come and hang out. And I and, and I'm assuming that since the monkeys are happy, they're not throwing poop at you, right? Because that's the big drawback to monkeys as a pet. When they're mad, they throw poop at you. Yes. And you know my theory that that is actually the greatest way to stop. Uh, human wars is that we get rid of bullets and bombs and people fight wars by throwing poop at each other. Wars would not last a day. People, first of all, they don't want to handle the poop. Secondly, you start getting a whole bunch of soldiers getting poop in their face. They're walking off the field. They're making peace. Nobody. Yeah. It's one thing. You know, it's one thing. Oh, I got a bullet. Oh, look at me. I got a bullet scar. I'll get a, I'll get a, 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 a ribbon or something. You go to somebody. Yeah, I got poop on my face. It is not something that you can declare as, as, as some kind of macho war wound. Uh, you, We follow the monkeys when we're mad and we, we want to make war. We get rid of the weapons. We just use poop. There will be no more wars. You know what? It's kind of interesting that people feel fear gross more than they fear death. Well, because death 
you're dead. You don't feel anything. Gross. You got to wipe the poop off your face. And the so, whole time you're wiping the poop off your face, you're very conscious of the fact that you are wiping poop off your face. So, so what's worse, pain or poop? Pain? You Physical pain you will get over. You will never psychologically get over having poop on your face. And I'm not talking bird poop. I'm talking about, about a, a, a good-sized loaf. <laughs> a loaf. <laughs> a loaf. <laughs> a loaf. Would you prefer I called it a coil? Would you like? No, I prefer we'd be not be talking about this at all. But am I wrong? Like, <laughs> there's something heroic almost about taking a bullet. Nothing heroic about poop on your face. <gasps> Nothing. And you will be, even after you've showered a million times, you will still be feeling like there's poop on your face. Yeah. You'll still be smelling that poop. Yeah. You'll wake from sleep in a cold sweat. Afraid that if re reliving the fact that you got poop on your face, nobody would go to war if that was. I mean, imagine gang fights in LA, throwing poop at each other instead of knives and bullets. They're going to make peace. No yep. one wants poop on their face. And that is a universal truism. Sounds good. All right. So, Liana, um, yeah. you know, I like that little answer. What was that? Yeah. I like that. Do that. Um, yeah. You know, uh, did you know, speak, we were talking about monkeys before, it's the 10-year anniversary of the Ikea monkey? Oh, that cute little fellow in that in that sheep sheepskin jacket? Yeah. Yeah, he was, He that was a funny story because he, he was in Toronto. Some woman adopted a monkey and made it into, tried to make it into a person and put a like a sheepskin, expensive sheepskin coat on this monkey and had the monkey waiting in, in the car while she was in Ikea. Well, the monkey got tired of waiting. And knew how to open the door. The monkey opened the door and wandered. I don't know if they wandered all the way into Ikea or was it outside yeah. of the Ikea. There's, um, there's pictures of the monkey in Ikea. In Ikea. And um, they, uh, so, you know, the, the monkey was seized by animal control and uh, taken to an animal, a monkey sanctuary where it's doing very, very well living as a monkey. Um, and I'll tell you something. Uh, when I'm assembling Ikea stuff, I feel like a lower primate. Because I never can figure out what the hell's only you are good at that. Um, so um, people spend a lot of money uh, for autographs. You know, people, yes. autographs mean that it's not just a mass produced item. It's an item that has touched somebody associated with the production or with the, the item. It is something personalized, not something that you can just buy off a shelf. So Bob Dylan uh, released a, an autobiography, uh, a book, and uh, it was they were selling copies, autographed copies were $600 each for mm -hmm. an autograph with Bob Dylan. And then some fans started comparing their autographs and discovered that they were identical. And no uh -oh. signatures are identical. Turns out they're saying that Bob Dylan was sick. And so they wanted to meet demand and not disappoint fans. So they disappointed fans by using like a what's called an auto pen, which is basically, oh, yeah. it, 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 it's a copy. It, politicians, assistants use it. Um, mm -hmm. to sign uh, documents that they're empowered to sign on behalf of, of their, their politician, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with their MP or their senator, whatever the hell. Um, and people are mad. Like, you spend 600 bucks. That's like spending 600 bucks to get tickets to go see Bruce Springsteen. And you get there, and it's a Bruce Springsteen impersonator. Like I've... <sighs> 
I've never understood people getting memorabilia that, you know, that signed, but they didn't meet the person anyway. Yeah, I know. I, I don't get. I've, I've never, I've never understood that appeal. I mean, there's there's signature series of things, but I don't know. The signature to me is, you know, like a memory trigger of, oh yeah, remember when I met that guy? That's the purpose of a signature. I don't get the. I guess it's the idea. Oh, they touched it, which I don't care. I know. I mean, I've got a uh, cell from a Spider-Man cartoon of Spider-Man versus Venom signed by Stan Lee. Yeah, but he and actually got, signed but it. He was there. You were there. Yeah. yeah. And, and he saw I, I found a Spider-Man LP uh, a record vinyl um, before the interview. I took it in. He signed that. Yeah. To me. Um, and yeah. that reminds me of what a great guy Stan Lee was when I met him and so on. Yeah. But if I had just ordered the thing like it that's the thing today people just buy things they 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 talk about authenticity before yeah stuff is not authentic it's it, it I, I don't know what you're buying like what bragging rights are you truly buying when you just bought something anybody else can yeah. buy see there's difference of you know people do things for clout you know they do things to impress people instead of just figuring out who you are and what you want to do and then finding your people. I don't understand what happened. And maybe people were always this way and I was just too weird to notice. But I don't get the weird manufacturing that people do with stuff like this. It's got to be a miserable, terrifying, soulless existence. I imagine. And I know some of those people. And yeah, that is their existence. Um, yeah. Moving on. Uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Atlantic City uh, closing. I didn't um, know there was one in Atlantic City. Well, here's the thing. The world today, I mean, with what we're seeing in politics, the breaking of norms, the changing, like, Ripley's Believe It or Not, it's not that hard to believe that stuff anymore. That's like, what, a it's very not, good point. It's like, what? There's nothing that is, that is, is too unbelievable anymore. Can you believe what Trump said? Yeah. Uh, like, you know, can you like it's and I didn't want to talk about politics, but uh, there's just so much in the world that strains the what we consider to be uh, normality. Um, <laughs> you know, you know what? That I'm going to push back on that one. Yeah, I think the problem is that people have lost the wonder of eccentricity, like anything that is different now is something to be feared and gets labeled a groomer. Right. As opposed to, oh, that guy has, you know, 40 foot fingernails. That's weird. Cool. OK, well, speaking of grooming and weird um, in Casper, Wyoming, three men set a uh, Guinness record for. Uh, let me get this uh, title correct. Um, where is it? Uh, world's longest beard chain where they Ew. basically tied their beards to each other Ew. and formed a beard chain. Ew. Um, listen, if it, had been, if it had been ZZ Top, it wouldn't have been gross. But okay. these guys, they don't look like bathing is a priority in the photograph. Yeah. You know, I was going to say, I said, ew. And then I saw the picture of the guys. And now my thought is, you know, if these guys are tying themselves together via their beards and not defacing synagogues or storming the U.S. Capitol, you do you, sirs, form that beard chain. Yeah, except that I can also see it's possible that people who form beard chains move as uh, as a team 
to desecrate synagogues and, and rush yeah, the capital. I guess like this, you know, I, I know some guys, and even as I said that, I'm like, I'm going to regret that the minute it comes out of my mouth because I know some people who look like this who are really nice guys. Well, the thing right? is, it, well, the thing that hit me is, what, like, are there categories in the Guinness Book of Records that are on, like, you know, so far uh, hasn't been fulfilled and people then say, hey, where's Longest Beard Chain? That hasn't been done yet. Or do somebody, do people decide, like, I'd never heard of a beard chain before in my life. Um, do people, like, do this and then say, hey, we should approach Guinness? I'm trying to understand the chicken and egg here. Yeah, and Maybe I'm know. thinking too much about it, but it's like, how... I'm I've probably done things that could probably be applied to the Guinness Book of Records, but I would never think to think that it's something that should go into the Guinness Book of Records, you know? Yeah, I know they've retired a few because they're unsafe. Oh, the uh, the number of times you can be kicked in the scrotum before passing uh, out. The one I know is it's the uh, world's largest cat. Yes, yeah, so people were like force feeding their cats. Yeah, cat yeah, sick. they they retired that one because, yeah. Fair. Then, there's the, then there's weird ones like the world's longest fingernails. And if you ever see it, they're like, it, it's freakish. I thought that guy was so cool. He, how did he pick his nose? He didn't. How did he wipe his bum? Yeah, I don't know. But that guy, I saw that guy as a kid. And and who decides? You know what? I'd like to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. What should I pick? I know. I'll grow my fingernails. There, there was some story behind that. I'm not, well, there's got to sh- be a story. You don't just one day decide to grow your fingernails. Yeah, I mean, the the thing is, is to have a say a world's longest beard cha- beard chain, there would have had to be a pre existing beard chain because they they broke the world record. They didn't set it, right? Well, so this is something people previously did. This, you know, and I love this. I think that the world is absent of a degree of um, uh, amusement at weirdness. Instead of being, people are horrified by strange people these days instead of amused. I used to work with, you knew this, back in my cable days, a pack of weirdos. Um, But uh, they were just amusing. Um, They weren't harming anybody. Um, And there's no, in Toronto, like guys like Ben Kerma, he rests in peace. We don't have any real eccentrics left anymore. Um, because they're they're accused of some kind of they're just strange, but people uh, tie them into some kind of weird psychological uh, abusive something or other, and you can't be weird anymore. You can be weird on the internet because you can be anonymous, um, or they or to tie it all in, you can be you in that Instagram video on the Not Therapy Show Instagram account, which was which is a masterpiece. It is the Mona Lisa <laughs> of, of videos, as far as I'm concerned, and you can find Liana. Uh, also on another podcast called uh, It's Not Therapy. I'm not there um, uh, because that would make a very different complexion. Uh, Liana gives, um, uh, what was the term you were using this week? Uh, hands-on advice. It's, uh, I, oh, uh, straight talk. A real, real talk. Real talk. Real talk for real problems. Exactly. Things that you deal with every single day. Anxiety, problems at work, problems with friends, problems with family, gender issues. Um, sleep issues. Uh, like they, they, we've talked about so many things. Uh, most recently, talked about how to get up, uh, how to face rejection with Paul uh, uh, Sun Hyung Lee from uh, or Hyung Sun Lee. I never know which way to get it. Sorry, Paul from Kim's Convenience and uh, and uh, The Mandalorian. 
uh, talked with uh, Stuart Reynolds, Brittle Star, about how to face, how, what to do when you're facing disaster in your life. How to pick yourself, because he sure did. He picked himself yeah, up. How to, how to recover from how to it. Recover. They, too often you see these stories and it's just, oh, you know, they're canceled kind of thing. And no, yeah. life goes on. I mean, look at James Gunn. Right. Yep, the yep. idea that James Gunn got canceled now, I, I think that's really important to talk about because dude, dude recovered. Absolutely. All right. So uh, it's uh, on Saga 960 AM, Saga 960 AM.ca. It drops every week, Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And then it is on every podcast uh, platform known to man uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Thursdays. Check it out. There's like 26 episodes, I think, there now to choose from. It's a uh, it's a the most recent one really actually. Uh, spoke to me they all do but this one was something um so check that out and uh check out uh, newmusicnation.ca uh both liana and i are there introducing videos music videos from very talented artists from across canada and that is our time so uh liana it's over to you to uh to bring things to a close bye bye it was a little longer than last week but no, it wasn't it was less it was a second less than last week i did that deliberately oh See, time is relative. I did a four count last week. I only did a three count this week. All right, so I'm off by a second. All right, we'll be back. Uh, or we won't. That's part of the suspense. Bye. What?